In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Twiggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I am just so happy with this beautiful weather. It's a little hot here in New York, but I would much prefer the hot weather compared to the cold. So today is a really great day. Um, My sweet little daughter, Nicoletta, that I always talk about, brought me to my knees again today. I was so disappointed. Today is her last day of preschool, and I thought for sure she wasn't going to give me a hard time about what she was going to wear to school. And what do you know? We had a half-hour discussion. I laid out 15, and it's probably my fault because she has too many clothes to choose from. But I, it must have been 15 beautiful little skirts and shorts and everything. And she had in her head she was not going to wear any of them. And when I was talking to a friend, I had said, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. And she said, well, the good news is she will be a great decision maker because she knows what she wants. And I thought that was very, very interesting. And I thought I would apply that for my business tip of the week because as we run our businesses, everything is based on making the right decision. So I think the best way to, and this is very, very important. If you feel in your gut that perhaps you're not making, you you don't have the talent to make the best um, business decisions, I think that you should try to either get a mentor, they're fabulous, they're wonderful, or try to take, um, just turn to somebody who might be able to help you make fundamental decisions. I think that um, that is so, so important, and our guest today is going to be incredible. Her name's Robin Hatcher. She's the owner of Speak, Etc., and you know, whenever you're giving a presentation or something, within your first 12 seconds of meeting that person and having a discussion, usually a decision is already made as to whether a client will go forward or not. And I think that's super, super important. So having the proper communication skills is almost, it's just a priority if you're going to be a business owner. So with all this in mind, I thought that Robin would be an incredible guest for paying it forward. She is a super dynamic, high energy woman. I had met her um, in New York at a networking event 
Wow, I can't believe it, but that's already a year ago. And um, I just knew the first time I had seen her, she just shoots off positive energy. It's amazing. And then I had the honor to run into her at um, our conference, the Spark and Hustle conference with Tori Johnson a couple of months ago. So um, I can't wait for Robin to share all of her business knowledge about being a good communicator and um, maybe giving us a few tips if we have to give a presentation to somebody. So I'll just give you a quick little background of what Robin does. So like I said, she is the owner of Speak Etc. And that is a company that trains people for to do presentation and communication skills to improve your communication skills. She provides group and one-on-one coaching to individuals, corporations, and organizations. Robin has a lot of credentials, and um, she is an adjunct professor at New York City's Baruch College and the Fashion Institute of Technology. She's also a master trainer and curriculum developer with Leadership Transformation Group. And she's also a trainer and performer with Performance Plus, an innovative management training and employee development program. And she has dealt with many major clients, some including Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, Wachovia, Bronx, Lebanon Hospital. So she really, she's got lots and lots of clients Specifically for Speak, etc., her clients include, you know, Deloitte and Tooch, Tooch, um, Allstate, the Atlantis Health Plan. So I tell you all this because I want you to realize our guest is big time. She is really resourceful. Robin's laughing, but Robin, I think you're just amazing. And with that, let me bring Robin on. Hi, Robin. Good morning. Hi, Josephine. How are you? Thank you so much. What a great intro. No, but I believe it, Robin. I can tell you when I was sitting in that audience with 200 women, when you got up there to speak, it was funny. I just noticed that everybody's like posture changed. Mm. It was almost like everybody was sitting up straight with their pencils ready to take notes because you give off this high energy that people just want to hear every word you say. And that's why I just thought, you know, paying it forward is all all about paying your business knowledge forward and teaching us how we can do better in our business. And I just thought you'd be a great guest. So welcome. Thank you. That's so great. I love I love that. And I love that's my passion. and That's my reason for existence is to have everybody be able to, like, sit up and take notice and to actually take notice of themselves and all the great things that's inside them and to realize that they too can affect people the way that you saw me affect an audience and that's what I really want to empower everyone to be able to do yeah so this is great so Robin can you tell us a little bit about your background because it's one thing to work for a big corporation it's another to be an entrepreneur right you did you always think you would be an entrepreneur how did it happen I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur. What I I went to school for acting, and, and a little bit about my backstory, is like, which I 
tell, and it's, it's on my website a lot, too, is I was a very, very shy child, which is a very interesting yeah. um, juxtaposition as to what I do now. But I, I was, never think that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so shy that shy was my actual nickname. My uncle started it years ago uh, when I was about you know, eight or so, and he just looked at me because I wasn't talking at a big family gathering, and he started referring to me as shy, just as a name. And so it stuck, and everybody in the family started calling me shy, and then it sort of blossomed into the point where my mother was introducing me as shy. So it it was a really (laughs) big um, impact on my life for about 12 years. So, And then at one point, I decided to... I had had enough of it, and I heard an announcement for an acting the play, a play audition at the high school down the street from me. It's a boys' high school. I went to an all-girls school. And so I decided to step out of my comfort zone and just decide to be something else. And one of the key things was not telling anyone, because I knew that had I told someone, I could have been talked out of it. You know, people would have looked at me like, but you're shy. How could you do this? And I did it. You know, I went. I wrote my own monologue because it was really hard to find a monologue. And I went and I just, what I feel like is I put everything that I was holding in for the past 13 years of my life out on that wow. audition floor. Wow. And um, that landed me a role, a very large, very wonderful role in the high school production of a very avant-garde play by Jean Cocteau, where I played the character of the Sphinx. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> which, you know, it was like not, not just your little wallflower. Like, I was like this big, powerful, um, mean killer woman who was also, like, sexy. So it was oh, a, that's funny. It was really funny, and I had to, like, throw myself into it, you know? And then, I, you know, I, I had to tell my family then, of course, but they were, they were very supportive. So, and I hope your, your uncle, Robin, I hope your uncle is <laughs> in the audience for that. You know, I don't think that he was. I'm, I'm afraid that he may have passed away by then. Which is really sad because he would have been proud. Yeah, but everybody in my family, and it's and it's interesting because I tell people when I work uh, with people, like you don't actually have to change who you are. If you were to see me in within my family even today, Uh you would see like eighty five percent of shy shows up with my family, and it's it's a it's 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 a challenge. You know, it's like I. And, and it's a choice. I wrote a blog post recently. It's like you don't have to be dynamic 24-7. What you do need to know is how to tap into it when it's necessary and when it's valuable and when it's important to. Oh. Because there are times that you don't want to be that way. There are times that you don't need to be that way. And there are times that you that being that way may be dangerous or not appropriate. So, oh, you're so right. Robin, mm-hmm. I just want to give you an example of that. So yesterday mm-hmm. I was at the Jacob Javits Center the entire day. You know how, how those trade yeah. shows go. Uh-huh. I was completely exhausted and shot. But my listeners know I am looking for new packaging, the actual mm-hmm. package for my Glovies product. Right. So I was going from vendor to vendor, and it was funny. It was like I knew I had to sell who I was because I think there might have been maybe five women on that (laughs) entire floor. Right. And I actually had my incredible designer with me who actually designed the package. Mm -hmm. And um, 
we walked up to the booths and they were all men and they would just like look at him and he'd be like, mm-hmm. no, she's the inventor. No, she. <laughs> but Robin, it was so funny how they didn't even like acknowledge who I was. Right. right. And then I had to, at a point, just decide, like you said, okay, is this person worth me giving them my whole <laughs> spiel? Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I going to, you know, time is valuable. And I was right. just like, I picked and chose who I was ready to show my real stuff to. Yes. And it's funny how the dynamics completely start changing when you start to talk about your accomplishments mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they were no longer like the designer was the wallpaper on the right. wall right. and then I was you know the main person there so mm-hmm. I think you're so right I think it's important to know when you have to give it a hundred and fifty percent exactly and almost and almost sometimes to to reserve that and not to feel that you have to be on a hundred percent and correct, that's a great exactly. piece of advice Robin so I can't believe it but we've got um, a break coming up already that went by quickly but yeah. um, we'll be back really shortly with Robin Hatcher to learn more about communication skills Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible even when surrounded by poopy diapers and piles of laundry, and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen Masters in Diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton, Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. People think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes, and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears, just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us. For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleOdell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. We have lots to talk about. So, Robin, can you tell us a little bit about Speak, etc.? So, how did you get started with that? Yeah, it's a 
interesting process that I now can trace back in retrospect. After I auditioned for this play, I decided to really pursue acting, and I was an actress in New York City for quite some time. I had some really good successes. I was on a lot of soaps. I did a lot of television commercials, a lot of radio voiceovers, which I still do from time to time. The market's changed a lot. I did, I've done a lot of episodic TV, like Law and Orders and Criminal Intent and things like that. And you know, as an actor, you're always trying to look for other ways to make money. So about 20 or 25 years ago or more, maybe, I don't know, I started, I took a course in teaching English as a second language. And I got a job teaching at Baruch in, the, in their second language department as an teaching, they were adults and they were high level. So I had the highest level. And as I was teaching them English skills, I started to realize that I could give them grammar, I could give them vocabulary, but I wasn't actually helping them to communicate. And that's when I started researching what actually went into communication, because it was more than language, it was more than words. And Mm -hmm. it really fascinated me how much was involved in communication, and I continued to study and I continued to reach out, and what happened was that I realized that the higher the level of the students I got, the more helpful I was, and I could actually do this to native speakers, so I started noticing people who had issues with communication who were not second language students and started helping them. And that was one of those sort of backwards backing into being an entrepreneur. I remember the very day I was sitting with a friend Mm -hmm. in my apartment and and I said, oh, I should have my own business. What should I call it? And he's like this creative person and he Uh started like, then we started making up names because I wanted to Uh get a business card. So we just started making up names and that's another story. That's a big mistake you have to be careful of because this was years ago and the internet wasn't as vital and as vibrant as it is now. Mm -hmm. So my friend came up with a great name which was speak easy. And I thought, oh, this is really great. So I put it in cards. I, I researched it. I did, I did Google it, right? And I Googled it, and the only thing that came up was some sort of weird business that had nothing to do with speaking. So I said, okay, fine, we're good. Made my card to do Operated under that for about 10 years. There was one point I went to a, a conference, and I saw the name Speakeasy on a billboard. And I thought, ooh, what is this? <laughs> and it turns out that there is a company that teaches communication skills. And at the time, it was solely based in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, let me, I'll switch the name. I'm in New York. It's not going to be a problem. Well, two years ago, I got a letter, or a year and a half ago, I got a cease and desist letter. So, oh, lesson to gosh. everyone, really do your research. So I got, so I had to change the name, which I like. I like my new name, and, and I could keep parts of my logo. So it was a difficult process, but I um, like it too, Robin, because yeah. Speak Etc. includes the communication that exactly. you do, but it also includes, like, the coaching is a big part of who you are. Yes. And I think that it's more encompassing. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So, so a lot of times mistakes lead to discoveries. There are no mistakes in art. There are no mistakes. There's only discoveries. Oh, but Robin, <laughs> these discoveries are costing a lot of money. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I was pricing new packaging yesterday, and I was oh, shaking gosh. my head. I was like, but I paid for it already. <laughs> oh, no. That's painful. You know, I know. You, these things are You painful. live and learn, and that's yeah. why we're, do- we're doing this show, so people don't make the same mistakes. 
mistakes. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, there's so many opportunities. you mentioned something about, you know, so you help customers, your customers, your clients with communication. Yes. What's like a common communication issue that you feel that perhaps business owners might have that they could improve upon? Mm-hmm. There, I, what I love about what I do is it's very mm-hmm. individualized. So I'll give you a few examples. Some of it deals a lot with content. I work, even though it, you, it doesn't show it so much from my site and from how I present myself, but I find myself working a lot on content because during those years I also am a writer as well. I wrote screenplays. I wrote for uh, two soap operas. So I have a facility for language. And what I do with a lot of customers is what, what will happen is they'll bury the important things that they need to say under a lot of just, I don't know what, what else to call it, but garbage, you know, okay, unnecessary yeah. garbage. So mm-hmm. so it's about getting your bottom line clear, crisp, and deliverable and understandable. The other thing that people make the uh, mistake-wise, content-wise, is to not reach the emotions first. People make decisions, become engaged, and take action based on the emotional connection they have to you and your business. So what is really, really important is to find what emotional trigger you are going to set off with whatever it is that you're saying. And and that goes with just the way that you begin a presentation or begin a greeting or a pitch is to find a way to touch them emotionally, get at what it is that they need, not, ne- I mean, what they want, not necessarily what they need. And what they want is to feel happy. They want to save money. They want to earn money. They want to feel um, sexier. They want to feel more important. They want to, all of these emotional reasons that people buy into things are where you really want to start your communication. Because then once they like you, once they acknowledge where you are and once you acknowledge where they are, then you can take them someplace. But before that, it's sort of like you're throwing a big brick wall at another brick wall. And there's no... I tend to agree yeah. with you there, Robin. And, you know, I also, like, if I'm going to meet one of the big buyers, mm-hmm. I really try my best to have a small little rapport going before mm-hmm. we even start the meeting. I want to try to learn as much as I can about them in, like, 30 seconds. Exactly. And I'll, a lot of times, you know, my most important thing with a product like mine is I need to know right off the bat, do they have children? Right. Because right. if they have children, especially if they're of potty training age, mm-hmm. you know, between the ages of three and five, that's my market. Right. And it's always such an easier position for me to be in. And, right. Um, and what happens is, like you said, all of a sudden, if they say, oh, yes, I do have a toddler who mm-hmm. is potty training, you see them light up. You see yes. a whole different disposition. And then you go into, well, here's a problem, and I've got the solution, and mm-hmm. I, I think you're so right. It's so important. I, I do a training through Performance Plus that you mentioned yeah. where we train financial advisors, and so I take meetings, and some days at uh, uh, on one day, I'll see about 14 different financial advisors. 
And it is amazing the difference it makes when you meet someone who makes honest, authentic rapport with you and really cares about you, makes eye contact with you, smiles, feels at ease, and is not trying to sell you something. Those are the people that you just want to sit and do business with. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it has to be genuine. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm genuine saying, Robin? So it's like, even with, um, I can't mention anything on air, <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's great to get those, you know, I could say this about my um, my insurance broker because mm-hmm. I don't have that close of a connection with them. But I get that birthday card every year, but it's not like, mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of the birthday card, give me a call around my birthday, be mm-hmm. genuine and say, so what's going on? Have you had any new kids? How's everything? Mm-hmm. How's how's the house market doing in your, you know what I'm saying? Excellent, excellent point, that personalization. Yes, and it's so true because, and what you'll notice, especially with uh, salesmen and, and all, there's a training, it's like, okay, there's a box that says rapport, and then you get it checked. And so many times you walk in and you and you see them just wanting to check that box. Oh, you know, fine, ask yeah. about the drive-in. Ask about the weather. Okay, now business. And what happens is, though, it's so interesting is that they'll do this rapport, and then when it gets to business, the whole personality changes. And that's the key to yeah. something's not right. You know, if you really something, either you're not comfortable with your business or you're not comfortable with rapport. Yeah, I think that's so right. mm Mm-hmm. And you know what it is, Robin? I just know, even with myself, so many of us are, like, I dreaded that trade show yesterday, I'm being mm. perfectly honest, and I was thanking my designer so much. I was like, thank you so much for coming with me, yeah. and then we went on to the next booth. I was like, I dread this, and meanwhile, I'm saying I dread this with a smile on my face, <laughs> and it's just like, you got to go deep down, and you got to, it's got to be genuine. You got to yes. get get out what you really need to to say Mm -hmm. you you know what i'm saying robin it's like you've got to constantly be on your um i don't know what i'm trying to say (laughs) well yeah emotionally you just got to be there yes you have to be present right and one of the things that i started working on a lot with my clients is just having a presence and being present gives you presence and that mean and, and so many times it is about asking those like your example is is excellent like asking those questions so it gives when you ask questions it gives you time to build up your own feeling around things your being your own presence and actually to get in the room because you're giving something when some people love to talk about themselves so when you ask them questions they're pumping themselves up by being able to talk and also you're being able to relax and find out and figure out which part of you you're going to let out for this particular conversation which is essentially you can't go in assuming what you're going to talk about because you really it needs to be a give and take it needs to you really need to feel into it what this person needs, wants, and is like. And we all have so many different rhythms, so many different types, and you really need to get good at finding out who it is that you're, is in front of you. Do they, need, do they need you to talk quickly? Do they need yeah. you to get to the point? Do they need you to give extra rapport? And you can figure that out. 
I think you're so right. Mm-hmm. It's it's really all about being in tune with the other person. Yeah. But Robin, I have to, I keep talking about this trade show because I was just there yesterday, Mm -hmm. but it's just so funny, woman to woman. It was almost like these women were angry at me that I did what I did, you know, Mm. that I went out and I invented my product and I was a manufacturer. It's such, it baffles me why it has to be that way, but I absorb who they are. I know mm-hmm. that for myself, I just have to handle them in a very different way. So right. you're so, so right. Just know who you're talking to mm-hmm. and then adjust the way you approach them. So I know with them, I've got to make them feel good about themselves so that yes. they can come yes, on board exactly. with who, who I am. And right. It, it tends to work, but mm-hmm. okay, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back these, shortly with Robin Hatcher. So where were you in the 1970s? Well, this Saturday morning, we're going to flash back to the 70s as we count down the classic hits with the American Rock and Roll Countdown. You'll hear news and information and stories about the artist and what was going on during the specific week that we highlight. So be sure to join us at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time this Saturday on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Linda Link is Lindell's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindell. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. Together, Lindale Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine. So, Robin, I have a quick question for you. I know you deal with lots and lots of clients. Can you help? Um, could you tell us about maybe one or two of your clients that might stand out in your mind that might have been heading down one specific road with their business that you were able to really kind of get back on track? And what were the lessons that you were able to teach that client um, in order for them to apply that to their business? Great, great, great. I deal with a lot of entrepreneurs, and so there are a lot of people to draw from. One of my specific entrepreneurs is an accountant who, she's a CPA, she had her own business, and she was working on Wall Street and all those large places for a while. And what she wanted to do was go into a consultancy practice, and 
also become an expert witness. I met this woman two or three years ago at a networking event, and I did one one session with her at that time. What, what her issue is, is like you're talking about women, and there are a lot of women who have that sort of head, hesitancy in their voice. I work a lot on the voice and the vocal tone. So one of the things that she would do is that she would talk, and then she had this little nervous laugh or something that would come in at the end of the sentences. And she also has this quality of going up at the end of sentences, which I call up-speaking, where everything sounds really insecure because it all sounds like a question and you really can't really discern what the person really means. And that's a quality that she was doing as well. When people do that, that really undercuts their credibility big time in my book because you are sounding un- lacking in confidence. So what I worked with her on is working on that voice a little bit, lowering the pitch, lowering the ends of sentences so they sounded more like declarative sentences and more like statements and strength. We did the one session. Now, two years later, uh, just a few months ago, she called me up because she got a job as an expert witness to do a deposition for a huge case that's been dragging on for years and years. So she had this expert witness testimony. I didn't realize this, but an accountant's expert witness testimony could last for eight hours at a time. So she needed to be on the stand for eight hours, and she was prepping with the lawyers for for her side of the case. And they made mention, because it you know, had been two years ago since I'd seen her, they made mention of that verbal tick that she did with that little laughing, so she called me up. And what I did with her is we had some three really intense sessions where she brought me some uh, pseudo, some questions that might be asked by the lawyers, mm-hmm. and I videotape all of my clients, all of my one-on-one sessions. So we mm-hmm. sat there, I took some of the deposition questions that she gave me, and this is where my acting talent really comes in, and I acted as an aggressive lawyer, helping and questioning her on the stand. And she would answer a question, and then I would have to stop the tape and say, no, that was too wishy-washy. And we all, as women, have, and there are many different things that I would uh, work with different clients on. But one of her issues in this particular situation was she was giving too much information, and she was padding all of the comments that she was saying, trying to make it sound nicer, trying to make it more um, understanding or whatever. And in this situation, she couldn't do that because Mm -hmm. it undermined her credibility. So I would stop and say, okay, no, you have to get rid of this stuff and get right to this point. Use these words. This word is going to sound much more powerful than that word. And this tone is going to sound much more believable than this tone. And from that, she could see the videotapes. She could see the differences. And I also work with people on film scripts so that they can have that power that an actor would have in a given role, and it's not their role. So it's like they can do this, and what I do is like I videotape them doing this really, really powerful speech. In her instance, Mm -hmm. I used Michael Douglas from Greed. And she was doing this powerful speech, and then I would, when, when that speech was finished, I would then ask her the deposition questions, and she would be able to maintain that quality that she had in, in, there to to answer these deposition questions and she could see and actually feel the difference in the power that she had so the end of that story like after three or four long sessions she went off to dc to do the eight-hour deposition and she shot me an email that said 
her lawyers were so pleased. She thought it it went fabulously. And she did the whole eight hours, and they were incredibly impressed. And it was a really, really strong performance, and she just thanked me tremendously. So that was one of the most, that was a That's an amazing story. story. Mm -hmm. That's an amazing story. So, Robin, our entrepreneur, my listeners now listening who are entrepreneurs, is there, like, something besides calling you, which we're going to get to in a minute, um, is there something that they could do to practice the same way? Yeah, I would recommend that's one of the things is to, to tape a strong speech, tape a television show, a radio show, tape it yourself, and then imitate what that person is doing. And when I say imitate, it's really to the inflection. It's like you really want to get the exact feeling and the sound and the quality of the tone of the voice. Now, I don't do, mm-hmm. you can do it that way, or you can just take a script, a script okay. that is something that, an emotion that you need to work on. People who are too soft will take a really strong script. People that are too strong might take a softer script. And really infuse that with the emotional truth that that script deserves and push it and push it and push it until it seems maybe ridiculous or maybe overacting or maybe just crazy. But from that craziness, you start to feel a connection to an emotion that is going to communicate in your voice and in your intonation that's really going to help change the way you communicate. Oh, I love that. I think that's such a great idea, Robin. Mm-hmm. So even if somebody needs to give a better sales presentation, mm-hmm. that they should try to, you know, everything is incredible. Like we were, like you were, had mentioned about the Internet. You could probably just Google sales presentation um, and see videos of people giving really good sales presentations and learn from that and mm-hmm. do exactly what you just said. I think right. that's that's a great point. Yeah. Really good. Is there another client that um, you wanted to mention? Yeah. One of, I, I just recently had a client, and, and he's a salesperson, but he represents a very elegant brand of liquor. And what he was doing the same presentation for 21 years. Wow. And I was hired by a PR firm to see if I could bring some life into this presentation after 21 years because what happened is like it was an okay presentation. He's a really charismatic person. And, but what was happening is that everybody who went to see the presentation had either seen it on YouTube or knows it by heart. So, what I did with this person is really work a lot on matching the quality of the presentation with the quality of the product. And that's something that consistency is the most important part of communication. You can be really high energy and wonderful and have all these dynamic things, but if your product does not support that, then it's an inconsistency there. So you okay. really want to think about that also when you're talking about your communication, your presentation of a product, because it, it, we we believe what we see and hear over what the words are. 
So we believe what the emotional connection is, and then the logical connection needs to be consistent with the emotional connection. So what he was doing was he was doing some really fun stuff, but it was cheap fun stuff. And what he's selling is a really expensive product. So what I did with him was to change the quality of some of the because he loved props. He's like really married to props. So I said, okay, uh-huh. I'm not going to take away your props. But what I am going to do is I'm going to I'm going to uh, raise the level of your props. So instead of maybe a New Year's Eve popper, I'm going to give you a crystal, a diamond, uh-huh. which is going to be much more in keeping with who it is that you are and what it is that you're selling. And and also what ha- was happening was because he was a very high energy person, he has this high energy sort of a sales pitch quality to his voice, which is can be endearing. But what happens is it, again, doesn't match the product. If people are going to spend a lot of money for a, a product, they don't want to hear it from what is perceived as a pitch person. So what I encourage him to do is to really soften the quality of his tone, slow down the rate of his presentation so that it be, it sounds more elegant, so that it sounds more luxurious, and that people will then be drawn in that way rather than feel like they're being sold to. Yeah, are- I think that's mm-hmm. so important because I think once people get that feeling that they're being sold to, mm-hmm. it's almost something internally... You know, shuts down. Right. And it, it's so important to just kind of shift it out. And once again, going back to what we were talking about before, it's so important to know who you're speaking to. Yeah. Like you have to watch their body language. Right. I think if they're starting to shift and they're mm-hmm. starting to get, you know, a little disinterested, you got to be quick to think on your feet. How are yes. you going to pull, pull them back in? Yeah, that glazed look in the eye. Kind of <laughs> That's always <laughs> thing, a scary look, yeah. right? Yeah, but and the interesting part about the pitchiness is like we, people will then say, well, I'm not selling, but so much is communicated through tone yeah. of your voice. So, yeah, he never once said bye, 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 but the tone said bye, bye, bye. Wow. Yeah, I think that that's so, so right, you know. Um, but I have to tell you, Robin, your clients must love you because I'm sure by the end of your sessions, they're kind of changed people. And yeah, yeah, people, it's it's great the feedback that I get. is It is that you've, it's sort of inspirational. People learn about themselves, really, uh, which is a big thing. It's like you learn how far you can go and and how much you have inside of you and how much fun it can be to communicate. And one of my values and one of the things that I'm known and acknowledged for is that I make it comfortable for people. I'm not judgmental. I make it safe. I make it comfortable. And people feel comfortable just letting go of some of the old distracting behaviors that they've been holding on to. Because we hold on to them for 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 different reasons and having come from a shy background I know those reasons and I know that it can be hard to let go of them and and that's why I can work really gently with particular people 
And what I love about it is you give a fresh look at individuals that maybe they didn't even realize they got a little stale over the years. And exactly. I, I think that's so important. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to start off with Robin telling us how we can get in touch with her. If anybody out there needs some coaching or help with um, communication skills. So here we go. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Was sad, right? Cause he had a death kill mommy and dad, right? But that ain't the case, nope. it wasn't his fate, no. Nope. The walks never struggled to communicate. Ha. Y'all wave your hands, look who's on. It's the code of man Keith, and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wan and the show, go to his website, KeithWanWann.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number number one, Keith's number one. Everybody clap. Don't miss that Keith Wan Show, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. And um, before we get started with my favorite part of the show, which is um, actually actual business tips that our guests have to pay forward to us, um, I really want Robin Hatcher to let us know how we can get in touch with her. So if you have a big presentation coming up and you might need a little help with your um, projection, whatever it might be, Robin might be able to help you. So Robin, tell us how we can get in touch with you. Yes, you can go to my website, which is www.speakepc.com. And on it, if you click the resource page, there's a ton of resources there, as well as I just put, if you sign my mailing list, I just created a four-page presentation guide, which is gives you the outline of how to make a powerful presentation, and you get that. You can download that once you uh, sign the mailing list. And oh, wow. also, I have videos on there. I have non 
verbal communication skills video series that I did that you can download some of them from my website and, and look at those. And if anyone wants one-on-one coaching, my email address is robin at speakETC.com, and you can shoot me an email. I'm also considering putting together, I know people are all over the country, so I'm mm-hmm. considering putting together a webinar or a skype webinar that will deal with people who are not in town because I love working one-on-one. I haven't done that yet, but I really have just worked with a client on the phone. I've worked with several clients on the phone, and I find that it's almost just as effective. It was amazing to me to find out, but it really is. So if anyone is interested in that, please shoot me an email and tell me that, and I will organize a webinar in the next few months. Okay? Oh, great. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Okay, Robin, so here we go with our wonderful business tips. What what will we start with? Well, we've already started with do your research when you get a company name. That's like that's a big one. Excellent. Um, yes. Yeah, that's that's huge. The other thing that I learned along the way is to focus. It's something that I resisted for years and years and years. As I as I told you, I am an actress and a writer and a business owner. And for many years, I was trying to do all three with equal attention. And I'm a mother. And I I, I didn't mention this because my son Mm -hmm. is no longer a child. My son is turning, my son is turning 20 on Monday. Yeah, but what that's I learned, amazing, Robin. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> sees your picture on the Toginet homepage right now. And yeah. I was talking about this during the break, but I cannot believe it because you look 25, so I don't know how you have a 20-year-old. <laughs> yes, my family gave me the nickname Shy, but they also gave me amazing genes. <laughs> so, oh, good. <laughs> All right, we the love good with the family. Bad. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, okay, so um, focus is super important. Focus is super, super important. And my husband kept yelling at me, you got to focus, you got to focus. But I said, no, uh, you know, and uh, many of us, women especially, and moms, feel like we can do everything at the same time. And so a year ago, I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put, like, at least 70% of focus on my business and let the other things sort of drift. And it's amazing the difference it really made. It was this tremendous, tremendous growth period. And so then that 70% became more 80%, and and that increased the growth even more. So that's one business decision. If you're really wondering whether it works or it doesn't work or if you can't afford it or you can't afford to focus, my tip for you is focus. It makes a tremendous difference, not only in your business but in your, your mind. It makes things easier. The yeah, other I thing- think you're so right about mm-hmm. that. I think that's such a great, great tip, Robin, because even with myself, I have so much going on. I've got my radio show going on. Mm-hmm. I have my um, my business going on, and I'm so involved with my kids. Right. Of course, I can't just send my kids to Cub Scouts. I've got to be the den leader with 15 <laughs> kids. You know what I'm saying? And then I got an email last night. They're like begging me to be the, the leader for my daughter's Daisy brownies. I'm like, oh my uh, gosh. Okay, but so he, let me tell you, I know exactly yeah. what you mean because I was PTA president. Oh gosh. I was they on the PTA for that for two too, years. Robin. They, then, they said you would be perfect. I'm like, it yes. doesn't have anything to do with that. I it's know. It's the time. So PTA tell me, president, how was that? Community board pre- uh, member and, and yeah. leader. 
actually, that's another. That's maybe my third piece of advice, though. Being PTA president early on taught me so many skills that I still, to this day, helps me. My thank the PTA because it, my business probably wouldn't be here without it. Being PTA president, I had was my first foray, and this was years ago, of course, again. But uh-huh. it was my first foray in uh, into the internet and online and compute really intricate computer stuff because I had to do the I had to think about the newsletter, I had to think about all this. So my word formatting became expert because I was a PTA president and I'm a perfectionist. So if if you have the time, if oh, you wow. can afford mm-hmm. the time. I really do recommend joining the PTA or becoming some a leader somewhere because those leadership skills really translated into my skills that I use as a business person. You know, being able to negotiate with teachers, crazy parents, <laughs> sane <Right>. parents, and, <laughs> and everybody in between and, and administrators was a huge lesson. And actually, I was tapped by the parent body because they felt like I could do it. And, yeah. And, um, it, yeah. It's a, such a time commitment, though, isn't mm-hmm. it, Robin? Like, that's oh, the hard huge. part that I have. I yeah. would love to be able to do all of this. And you wear so many hats. And yeah. you're talented in everything you do. You're a writer. You're an actor. Right. You're a mom. You're a wife. You're, you know, you've got your business. You're a business owner. You know, you're a speaker. You've got your right. hands full. Yeah. And, and you do need to. The, and then that goes back to focus. Volunteering is good, but focusing is better. You know? Yeah. When you're first yeah. starting out, and if you feel like your leadership skills are weak, do some volunteer work. Okay. And then be able to know when to say no. That's the key. I think that's important. And maybe, yeah. Robin, do you feel that you have a good balance between business and family? I do know. And and it, it was worrisome at the time because I had so many hats and I was always there. But, you know, my son is fantastic. My son is a soft, is, go, is going into his junior year at Yale. Oh, wow. And he is a great, great kid and raised in New York City. So I feel like in New York City public schools at that. So mm-hmm. I feel like whatever was doing, even if I felt like I maybe was too scattered, it kind of worked <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at, no. that, at that point. So um, I really appreciate that. And another business tip is to really seek help. And yeah. there are so many organizations that are out there that can help. And there are two entrepreneurial organizations that really changed my life. One is Ladies Who Launch, and the yeah. other is Savor the Success. And joining those two organizations gives, gave me so much information, so much camaraderie, and so much um, help moving forward, and it still does. You know, I can go on to, I have a business question, I can go on to Savor the Success, put my business question, and within a half a day, I've gotten like five or six or more really savvy individual women who answer that question from experience, really detailed experience that are just willing to give that experience to you. And without that help, I would be treading water in certain areas. So I really, really recommend 
seeking out people that can help you. I think that's such a great, great point. Because Mm -hmm. you know what, Robin? There's so many people in the same shoes that we're in. Right. We are Every single minute is so precious to us Mm -hmm. because we're doing so many things. So if it saves you a day of doing research on the Internet to try to figure out, oh, gosh, what is the best, I don't know, accounting program to use. Right. If somebody in an organization like Save the Success has been doing it and, or maybe they just made a switch and they think their new one is better than their old one. Right. It's so great. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I found out about all kinds of systems from there, all kinds of email marketing systems, everything that you would need to know to really propel your business in different ways, you know, free webinar services, all of that stuff, just by reading some of these discussion boards. Yeah, uh, I think that's great. So, Robin, we just have two minutes left to our show. Can you tell us a little bit, what's your thought on Twitter? Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. (laughs) Or social media. On Twitter, I am doing Twitter. I'm not 100% sure what it's doing for me. I have people that swear by it. Mm-hmm. I have been being consistent and I can start to see that it's that it can pay off. Okay. It takes time. You really need to devote and that's another thing that I've got great mentors um, around but you really got to devote the time to engage with other people and that's yeah. the key. And a lot of times, the way that I tend to do things is like I don't want to take the time to engage. And if you're not going to engage, then no one's going to engage with you. Yeah, absolutely. I have to tell you a funny story, Robin. So I had this communication going with somebody having absolutely no idea. Like she Mm -hmm. has her own business and everything. And um, we're discussing this whole thing about my Glovies product, and she was saying, oh, have you done this? Have you done that? And I said, yes, yes, yes. This is, was going on for about a week. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, she, she, the next tweet that comes in from her, she's telling me that she's like an assistant buyer in a baby retail store. Oh, my God. So that is like my biggest oh, example of why Twitter is so, so important. But oh, um, I love it. But mm-hmm. you see, I feel the same way that you. We only have a certain amount of time in the mm-hmm. day, and it's hard to allocate the amount of time that is needed to engage. Right. But that was a great, great tip. I love all of your business tips. I loved getting to know you better on the show, Robin. And I hope lots of my listeners will believe in Robin the way that I do and give her a call and ask her to help out with any of your presentations that you might have. And Robin, I hope that one day you're going to come back on Paying It Forward and help us out again. I would love to. Thank you so much, Josephine. It's been really fun. Great. So, Robin, you enjoy your day. It's a beautiful day here in New York, and hopefully we'll get to have you on real soon. Thanks, Robin. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, listeners. I'll see you again next week. With Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,